Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and every week I lead you through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond, bringing you stories of the amazing people in and around the barbecue culture. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen in. I appreciate the gift of your time, and I hope I can entertain you for a little bit. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe on your favorite podcatcher, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. And now, on with this week's show. Hello, Eat More Barbecue family, and thank you for tuning in. This is episode number 146 of Canada's longest-running barbecue podcast. Thank you so much for your time. It was close to a year ago now that my oldest daughter, Jillian, told me about the Instagram account of a Calgary-based Indigenous chef and caterer that she thought I should reach out to for the podcast. It took this long for us to finally connect, but as they say, good things come to those who wait. Chantel from Aksayop, I hope I pronounced that right, Indigenous Comfort Food, is my guest this week. And while our conversation didn't quite go the way I had expected, I really enjoyed what we ended up with. We didn't end up talking a whole ton about food, but Chantel was open and honest with her story and some of the struggles she has experienced. After a COVID hiatus for close to a year, Chantel is very excited for her business to return to Calgary coming up in May. Are you thinking of starting a podcast to help build your personal or business brand, but don't know how to get started? Eat More Barbecue Digital Media can help you with consulting, recording, voice work, or full production. Contact us at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com for more information. Stay tuned after the conversation with Chantel for the monthly product review segment, where Jillian and I try out a new Canadian-made hot sauce. Before we get into the interview, I want to mention something quickly for my listeners here in the Calgary area. Our friends at Empire Provisions have started an amazing program to encourage folks to get out and support local restaurants and other small businesses. It is called YYC Resto Bingo. Karen and Dave over at Empire have been on the podcast, and they are just awesome people. And they have created a bingo card filled with local restaurants, breweries, coffee shops, and more. And basically, when you visit those places and tag them on social media, you have the chance to win some great prizes. Check out Empire's Instagram, at Empire Provisions, for the post with all the details, and get out there and support your local small businesses. They need you now more than ever. This segment of the podcast is brought to you by Pod Power. With Pod Power, our sponsors are making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This episode, Edmonton Community Foundation is helping us give a Pod Power shout out to Book Women. Book Women is a podcast about editing, publishing, and writing Indigenous stories. Three Metis librarians representing nations from across the homeland aim to inspire Indigenous peoples to share their stories in whatever form that they enjoy. Guests include Indigenous storytellers from diverse mediums like podcasting, burlesque, books, comics, social media, films, music, and everything in between. You can find, listen and find out more at bookwomenpodcast.ca. Welcome back, everybody, another episode of the podcast. And uh, this one has been a little while in the, uh, in the making. It was close to a year ago, my oldest daughter, Jillian, came across uh, my guest's Instagram account and said, Dad, this is somebody you uh, you should talk to since we talk about uh, where our food comes from and everything. Uh, she thought this would be a, a great guest, and uh, I agreed, and it's taken us a while to finally connect, but I'm really excited uh, to be here with uh, Chantel from Ak Soyop, Indigenous Comfort Food. I hope I pronounced that properly. Uh, Chantel, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing this evening? 
Hi, I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So happy to finally be here. It's been a little while in yeah, the making. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You got to see me in transition, so that's a little bit of my food journey. Yeah. A little bit of transition that kept me going throughout COVID-19. Yes, you've had a fair bit going on uh, in your life, so. Yes. Uh, tell the folks a little bit about yourself before we get into the uh, the food and the catering, uh, the food business. Uh, talk about uh, Chantelle. Uh, where's home for you? Yes, for sure. Well, actually, home is Calgary. Okay. <laughs> um, I've come, I, I am from the Blood Reserve, that is Standoff, Alberta. Okay. I have lived off the reserve for 17 years now, but I have actually been home with my mom since March 2020. We kind of had to make that decision if we choose to stay away from her or be by her. And right. we chose to stay beside her. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so um, we... <clears throat> formally moved out of Calgary in November. Okay. And um, um, the transition here has been different. I am used to the city rules and regulations where the rules are federal and provincial. Right. So there's difference there. Right. And I'm used to the... Um, I'm used to being scheduled... I'm used to being everything, um, I have to be on top of everything. Mm-hmm. And um, being on the reserve, I find that uh, anyone that can cook a hot meal can call themselves caterers. Uh-huh. Where I went to school for it. Right. So, and in the city, they recognize that difference. Okay. Um, I'm educated and I went to school for this. And I also, you know, um, receiving my education along my food journey so it's taken a while to get here mm-hmm. it, it it didn't happen overnight i um i finished my program in 2006 okay <clears throat> so you can you know it's, it's it's taken that long right it's taken that long for the, everything to fall into place because i wasn't too sure if about catering, it mm-hmm. wasn't really. Um, I had just thought of cooking and becoming certified, and once I did, I had my two younger children back to back, and they're only ten months apart. Right. My uh, youngest decided to come early, yeah. so mm-hmm. um, that that kept me busy for yes. a while. Oh yeah, absolutely. And when I moved to Calgary in 2011, mm-hmm. I had um, met up with. Um, the late Narcissus Blood and the late Michael Green. And at the time, you know, um, sorry about that. <laughs> I'm not used to this headphone. No here. problem. <clears throat> so at this time, they had uh, made, made a comment to me that I wasn't sure about. They had told me that I needed to grow a backbone. Mm. And, you know, it, it's one of those kind of comments, you know, that's tough love right there yep. because um, they meant well for me being in the city. Right. And so I started uh, with uh, Columbia College and I received my Alberta security training. And I began my five-year uh, working stint with uh, um, Stampede Security. Okay. 
And that led me into the Flames Corp, where mm. I started as a cashier. Okay. And during that time, I took a program that was uh, offered from uh, Toronto, and it was uh, Indigenous Tourism. And I chose the food and beverage part of it. And so from there, um, I did my practicum with the BMO Center and their catering services. Okay, excellent. And um, during that time, I was also offered a position with uh, Grey Eagle. So I transitioned to Grey Eagle and did a part-time with the grills at uh, Flames Court. Okay. So that kept me pretty busy. Mm -hmm. Then I moved on to a food truck. And the food truck I managed for well over a year. And um, my last day of work was um, my son. Uh, his school had called <clears throat> and they had told me that he was really sick. Uh -oh. That I had to get to the school right away because... Um, they think that he needed to make a trip to emer emergency. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I had told my boss that I needed to get going. And he told me that um, uh, I can go uh, in an hour and um, help him with the lunch, lunch rush. And I'll have a job mm -hmm. to come back to. Or... I can leave right now and don't bother coming back. So at that moment, he kind of gave me that um, option. Mm -hmm. And the option was I'm a mother first. Absolutely. Anything. And yeah. uh, who, who's the school going to call? Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm there. And so as I was walking away, he was telling me I would never make it. I'll, I'll, my, my catering um, dream will never come true. And in my mind, I didn't, I didn't respond, but in my mind, I, I, I had myself a little laugh and mm -hmm. thought, I know I'll make it. Yep. I'll be all right. I'll there, be all right. There, there's that backbone right there, right? <sighs> yes. Yes. I mm -hmm. didn't know I had grown that yep. in that time. Mm -hmm. And um, my partner and I, uh, Paul, at the time, he was in a business management program. So that is when... Uh, I was uh, asked by my niece if I can help with my nephews. They needed to get to the uh, uh, hockey provincials in um, Edmonton. So what I was doing, I was fundraising for them. Okay. I was um, doing uh, fry bread and bannock, um, Saskatoon pies and banana cream pies. Okay. And wow, you know, that, that just took off because everybody wanted fry bread. Right. Everybody wanted Bannock, and they were asking for more, you know, can you mm -hmm. do cook other stuff? Right. And I told them, no, you know, I, I'm only fundraising for just this, a certain amount of time. I, I'm, I'm not a cook. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't see myself hmm. that way. Yeah. I didn't see myself that way. And um, so that's when we decided, let's, let's do something about it. Yeah. Because uh, a company... Um, reached out to us and they had a order for us and it was for 300 and um, I had to tell them that we weren't certified or anything we were just doing a fundraiser right so this company assisted us and um, we got our license and permit 
Oh well. Wow. We we started our in in our kitchen. Yep. We've gone through uh, numerous landlords. Uh, they're They're just not my best friend. Um, we went through three landlords at the kitchen, and um, each has a, the, the, the current landlords right now. You know, I really enjoy the diversity there. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, the support they give, and um, that that's another thing I'm, I'm very grateful for. Is the support we received when we were deciding if we should do this one. Yep. And choosing the name, choosing the name of another. Um, yep. Hard, hard one for us because uh, we hadn't thought of any, anything. And I I don't know Chantel if the microphone got turned around or something because it's I I can hear you but it's not uh, it's a little quiet. Can you hear me on this? That is much better. Yep, perfect. Thank you. Sorry about that. Thanks. Yeah. So you're talking about uh, just coming up with a name. Uh, Yes, that that is when I reached out to Narcissus and, you know, I told him I want something different, you mm-hmm. know. I don't want anything to be like the fry bread factory or sure. anything. I want it to be different. Mm-hmm. And so he told me a story about um, the sun dances that they have here on the reserves. And he told me a story about... Um, uh, at the end of the day, when when they are done fasting, um, that when they are done cooking, um, they would come out and they'll say "Axiope," you know, they'll yell it out "Axiope" mm-hmm. and waving their hands, and meaning we're gonna eat. Yep. So he said, "How about you know? How about that?" So we didn't. So we the 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 second part was the indigenous. We weren't sure. If we should use Aboriginal, Native, because throughout the years when I, like, as a child, I knew I was a little Indian girl. Mm-hmm. Then next thing I was a Native girl. Right. Then I was Aboriginal. Then First Nation. Mm-hmm. And Indigenous to me meant Indigenous to the Earth. Right, yep. And um, he told, you know, he he said that I had reminded him of a plant being in the middle of a concrete parking lot. Mm. And he said, use that word. It's a strong word. Mm -hmm. So we, while we were applying for funding, it was um, during winter and... uh, Narcissus and Michael and three others were involved in a bad car accident. Oh, no. And we lost them. Mm. And um, I had to take time off. Yeah. Because at that time, I was really leaning on Michael and Narcissus mm-hmm. and surviving in the city. Yeah. And knowing that they believed in me, even though I did have some faults. And, you know, you know, we, that's the only way we learn. Yep. 
having our, our failures at the same time, uh, yes. along with our successes. Absolutely. And, you know, those are things, too, that I found hard is learning to celebrate myself and what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm four and a half years in, you know, so much has changed. You know, uh, before, I don't think I would have been able to do a Zoom meeting. Right. Too shy. Yep. I, I'd be too shy. I, I have really fought to get to where I'm at and to stay where I'm at. Yeah. And um, in 2018, uh, Paul and I decided to go our own ways. Right. And he left um, Axio and I took over as the sole owner. All right. And I have been the sole owner. And my daughter, Shalice, uh, she's 20 right now. She's autistic and nonverbal. Okay. She is my first student that I have um, signed off for through practicum. And um, this coming September, she's uh, set up to start with a um, program at Mount Royal. And this is to allow her to... Um, um, work with others in the employment area. Oh, excellent. Because, you know, you know, she is nonverbal. Mm-hmm. And um, th- this is that that is what I enjoy most is because uh, I'm able to reach out to the elders, mm-hmm. to the youth and connect them. And right now I haven't been catering. <laughs> I haven't been catering because um, so many restrictions and uh with the kitchen schedule, everything's at 15%. So right. we went down from five kitchens down to two kitchens only and only two people per kitchen. Right. And that, you know, that's really hard. Mm-hmm. So I have been getting by on making dry meat, pemmican, berry soup, mm-hmm. Indian popcorn, and bannock and pepper. Right. And so far, um, my sales have been doing quite well. Good. And I am on the blood reserve right now, mm. and my sales are doing well in Calgary. Okay, good. So that is what's taking me back to Calgary. Is right. That I know that that's where my support is. Yeah. And, um, um, you know, I've enjoyed this time being home with my mom mm-hmm. Family, and I've got to learn a lot, know more about myself. And um, I was away too long, and mm-hmm. I just—I think I just needed to come home and yeah. just realize a lot of things and yeah. realize that I can go forward with this dream that I had. Because five years ago, I was asked, "What? What?" Do you, do you, where do you see yourself in five years? And I said, teaching. Okay. And at the, at the time, I didn't know why I said teaching, but it, I think it was just to fulfill an answer. Mm-hmm. Yep. And five years later, I am teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, in the city, I do have um, two classes. I have Bannock and Fry Bread in the City. Okay. So those are two of the classes that I do offer. And so I'm in a little transition right now. I am learning the online presence mm. and setting up and um, 
I've had a couple cooking classes, and oh, those have been a success. And yeah. I am looking forward to doing more. And at the same time, I'm taking a business entrepreneurship program, just a little, little, a little refresher because since my catering did a kind of did a 180, you know, so yeah. pretty much the the what I'm focusing on is the foods that have shelf life. Right. Yeah. And you know, it with 2020 happening, it it really gives you a lot to think about about turning back time and um, they didn't have Superstore or, or Costco to rush off to. Mm-hmm. How did they get by? Mm-hmm. How, how, how did they make this food last? Yep. So those are the other reasons why I know I'm home to get some of these questions right. answered before I return back to the city. That's great. Because the city keeps me busy. Yeah, you know? it does, it, yeah. And I, I, I love it, you know, that that's what I love and that's what I miss. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, you know, all my creations that I, I show on Instagram are just mainly the stuff that I cook for my kids mm-hmm. and my mom. And, you know, I test on them, <laughs> mm-hmm. see how well it's going with them. And yeah. so far, so good, you know. And um, the... the support that um, I see the community for entrepreneurs and like small business owners is is so great mm-hmm. you know yep. you see you see everybody tagging each other yeah. you see if someone's calling out for a hairdresser or a drywaller or somebody to haul up garbage I mean it, it's anything yeah. the assortment is so the variety is so um diverse now yes, you know uh, you know uh, the 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 corporate man and the janitor to me have always been equals you treat everybody with respect you yes. know you you give the respect that you want to receive so you know I, I i i myself you know i'm not always going to have that there's not always going to be someone that's going to be a fan of me but mm-hmm. those are the things that you know don't hold me back yes i try and remember that um opinions haven't paid my bills <laughs> or raised the kids yeah. or so those are a little the conflicts i've learned on the reserve yeah and having this comparison is was a eye-opener um, being on the reserve from January 2021 up till two weeks ago, I had um, people calling in to Alberta Health Services complaining about my contract. Mm. Well, I'm not in service right now, so that's the that's the that's the thing. You know, you don't. They, I find that. Um, yeah, just the, the conflict is crazy. I, I, I'm trying hard to understand it because I'm so used to being in Calgary and having that support all the time. Right. Anytime I need it, have an issue with a different area of my business, I have someone to turn to. Mm-hmm. 
and here it's been different. So that's really made me lonesome for the city very much. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. yeah well, so I cannot wait to get back. Yeah. I cannot wait to get back and get things on a roll. Yeah. Well, it's, um, it, it's interesting. You said that you realized that you needed the time back on the reserve to learn some lessons. But at the same time, it's also made you realize that maybe here in Calgary is where you're uh, where you're supposed to be, right? So. Yes, that's and that's the hard pill to swallow mm-hmm. because um, I didn't know it. I just wanted to get back home, sure, start fresh here. Yeah, but I've already created something in the city. So mm-hmm. I feel I just need to get back and continue on my food journey that I started. Yep. Myself. So I didn't. I, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I apologize. I don't know where the blood reserve is uh, compared to Calgary. Where Where is it located? I am about two hundred thirty kilometers south of Calgary. Okay. I uh, the reserve is between Fort McLeod and Cartston. Oh, okay. Yep. And Cartston is the last town before the Montana U.S. Right. border. So right, uh, right on the but south end of the province. We, so. we are way down here. We yep. are right along the mountains. Yep. So another fight down here is the um, the coal the coal mine project. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's another thing we're fighting for in this area yep. because that would affect the Old Man River. Yes. And the Old Man River is where I get my mint from. Mm. And the mint is what I um, provide to my clients. And it's so much more than that mm-hmm. because um, the Old Man River stretches widely down here in mm-hmm. southern Alberta. Yeah. And um, it just does not feel right having this uh, these companies coming in. No. It, it, it's it, it's um, it's emotional to yeah. think like how 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 could they how could they not see this beauty this landscape mm-hmm. and just come and dig it up for for what. So, yeah, it, it, it's hard, you know, trying to be neutral. Mm-hmm. And um, when, when you want to be voice yourself in every little matter, but mm-hmm. right now I'm really just focusing on um, recreating Axiop and yep. um, what we will be offering. Right. So, so I, yeah, and I'd love to get into that a little bit. Quick question I like to ask everybody. Um, what does barbecue mean to you? Since this is a, a barbecue podcast, uh, I'm curious to see your perspective. Barbecue for me is family gathering. Mm-hmm. And um, it's usually the older ones are cutting up the meat and the younger ones are frying up the meat. And, you know, a lot of um, what I have learned about the smoking um, came from elders. Right. So a lot of that takes me back because um, every time I, I'm around my uncle and food, he starts getting into stories, mm-hmm. storytelling about when he was younger and when they cook over a fire. Right. 
And so for him, that's natural. And for me, it's just like, oh, I can't wait to have barbecue. Yep. I can't wait to fire fire up the grill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, a, a lot of the ways that I got to know is through my great-grandma. So, and my great-grandma was old school. She had a smokehouse. Mm-hmm. And um, my grandpa was the one who created that for her. And she had it perfected. Uh, I wish mm-hmm. I, I, I could get that. Um, I wish I could get that back. Yeah. And um, I wish that can happen in the city. You know, that's one thing that I wish can happen mm-hmm. in the city is to have a controlled smokehouse yeah. in your backyard. Like um, if you can have um, like those pizza stone, yep. whatever, in, in, in your backyard and they're not covered. Mm-hmm. So you just slide your pizza in. Yep. Well, a spark can come out where a smokehouse can't. Mm-hmm. A smokehouse is controlled. Yeah. So, you know, um, those are a lot of things I'm trying to... I I even um, find myself saying, Grandma, I'm really sorry for using propane. I'm going to get it done. <laughs> hey, I, I do it too. Sometimes you, get, sometimes you don't have time to start a full fire, right? So. I know, you know, yeah. like... Um, I respect her that much. Yeah. She's been gone since 2001. Wow. And I still say that to mm-hmm. her. I, 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 my apologies, but, yeah. you know, um, you have to roll with the times as well. Yes. And um, not everyone um, agrees with that, but that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're working in the city, you know, um, typically with um, drying meat, it takes four days. And mm. I can't spend four days in my kitchen, no. and that's going to be very costly. Yeah. And, um, you know, so those are the th- um, techniques that I had to learn is how to do all this in six to eight hours. Right. So, yeah. Different yeah. processes just, than uh, traditionally used, right? Yes. Yeah, just changing your ways. Yep. Um, changing the ways that you were taught and... It's kind of hard when you have to alter them when they're, you're told, respect what you were taught. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I've talked to the elders that I'm close to, and as long as I've talked to, with them, I know I'm okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And um, that, that's what I, you know, right now, I it, 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 it is so hard. Um, this time last year, I remember opening up my email and it was from city of Calgary and they had said that my, um, uh, license was canceled Mm. and AHS messaged and said that my permits were canceled. And you know, you're just feeling like, I felt like I was the only person in the world that was getting canceled, Mm -hmm. but that wasn't it. I hadn't seen the whole picture that right. so many of us were being put out that day. Mm-hmm. And again, it happened yesterday. Yeah. And getting that message again, it was, it's, I had to pull myself together and just take a deep breath and just remember that it says temporary. Mm-hmm. Temporary. It doesn't say permanent. Right. So, 
you know, living through the COVID times is um, it's a mental challenge. Yeah. On yourself. Yeah the the food industry, restaurants, catering. It's been a uh, anyone that makes it through this past year. Uh, I think we'll certainly be stronger coming out of it. Uh, just uh, the lessons learned and the uh, the adversity it's gone th- been through uh, in the last year. It's crazy. Yes, you know, like the, you know, yeah, so many changes and trying. Um, I've been working with uh, Mount Royal College, and mm. um, it's uh, they also have another program, Foodscapes. Okay. So um, it's in with the food sovereignty. So what they're trying to, what they are creating, it's already begun. Um, It's a medicine wheel type. And what they are growing are the medicines that are needed Mm -hmm. that um, urban um, uh, residents aren't able to usually get, like um, sweet grass. You have to, you know, um, sage. They're growing all that. They have tobacco. Yeah. And, um, um, uh, we're we're hoping that um, indigenous tourism would pick that up because mm-hmm. that would be something to you know have vis- visitors stop by to see that mm-hmm. what the students have created and um, a lot of things right now are virtual and that would be something else is to mm-hmm. um, have a virtual garden walk through mm-hmm. and um, something like that I find are like timeouts like. For myself, a timeout is going to the mountains and just sitting by the water and the water's just mm-hmm. rolling in. And you just get that 20, 30 minutes and you're refreshed, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, 2020, 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been, it's been tough. Yeah, no doubt. It's been tough. It's been... Um, I'm not even happy that it'll be my second birthday with quarantine. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. Uh, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's me in two days. So I'm. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I feel yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, it even is. just like um, man, you know, usually I I I'm not one to like. Oh no, don't 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 fuss about my birthday. And yeah. now it's time change. Mm. Like I want a party. I want yep. a big party. And I want everybody there but it's just a thought right now yeah i can't wait for those days to happen yeah Yeah, i've told my wife i turn 50 next year so i've already said there's there's gonna be a party yeah yeah yeah, there there will be (laughs) yes that's what i'm doing i'm I'm, you know i'm enjoying my last year of my 30s yeah so you know everything's changing and um it's it, these are the good ages, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. You've gotten to get past your crazy, you know, with the, the mature. That's and, right. um, um, you know, some of my recipes, you know, I got from being crazy. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I have to own stuff like that. Sure. Of course, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yep. that's just a reality. Yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's, so, yeah, I was gonna say, let's talk about the food a little bit. Um, what uh, give give me an idea? Some uh, examples of what your uh, indigenous comfort food means. Or oh, what, for sure. What, what it is. Um, yeah. Yesterday, I made a post in uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's in the Arctic North Kitchen, and I posted Indian popcorn. Mm-hmm. 
And Indian popcorn is, um, there's another word uh, named for it. It's called crackling. Okay. And it's uh, rendered beef fat. Ah, okay. And uh, it, it is cooked right to a crisp. Mm-hmm. It's cooked in its own fat. And I top it off with um, dried, crushed wild mint, mm-hmm. the mint that we get along the Old Man River. And it's good with salt. And it's a delicacy, one mm-hmm. that is very enjoyable and you shouldn't have too much of. Yes. But it's hard not to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had pork. <laughs> and that's uh, just... Had pork crackling. I haven't had beef though, so. Yeah, yeah, beef is it. That that is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also tried moose before, mm, okay. and that that was pretty good. Yeah. And um, the other one is um, pemmican. Pemmican. Mm-hmm. Um, be, um. Oh, that those those are really hard ones not to go crazy with. Is um, the delicacies yeah. because of um, they they're 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 delicious and uh you know and um i i always wonder how did they not eat it all in one sitting Mm -hmm. it's so good you know just the basic ingredients that they had they worked with Mm -hmm. and they got these you know this pemmican and so i i noticed a lot of that is coming back you know Mm -hmm. um um, preservative type of foods. Yes. So what so, is what is pemmican? I know the name. Pemmican. Pemmican for me, how I make it is um, is uh, dry meat, dry beef. Uh, I use uh, beef flank, mm-hmm. and I use uh, uh, dehydrated Saskatoon berries. Okay. And the Indian pop with the beef fat is rendered down, and all the grease that, um, that I get from there, I save it. Mm-hmm. And so I spoon in some of the grease from that and just a little bit of sugar. That okay. It's flavorful as it is, but the sugar is just a little treat to add. Right. Yep. Yeah. So that that is what I'm working on right now. Okay. So we'll be, we'll, um, have, we'll, we'll have them out soon. That is why I'm making my return to Calgary. So right. We will have axial pemmican and axial dry meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more of this berry soup. Yeah, what's the, the uh, what's the berry soup? Berry soup is Saskatoon berries. Okay. Sugar and water. Okay. It's just just basic as well, mm-hmm. and just the uh, uh, flour thickener. Just. A lot of love. I mm-hmm. always say, you know, I always talk to my food, mm-hmm. and um, especially my dough. <laughs> I always uh, give it extra love, so uh, it the, uh, it'll return the favor because not every batch is the same. That's why. Right. So, yeah, we do work with a lot of meat, though. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the meat and the dough that we work a lot with and every year um i have a, a um when i do my taxes actually is when i find out my year end i always find out how much um flour i'm using okay and for uh since we started in well i'll, I'll, co- I'll go back from 2017 from 2017 at that time we were making fifteen thousand pounds of bread wow 
And right up to 2019, we had already surpassed 28,000 pounds. Wow. That's a... And I was getting a call out, are you sure? You know, there's just how many of you? And I said, there's three of us. Three of you, and you're making all that bread. Mm-hmm. I said, yes. So we were compared to Cobb's bread. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I was just amazed. I, I couldn't believe, you know, Cobb's bread. I love going into Cobb's bread, sure, smelling yep. it. Yeah. You know, it smelled just, just smelling it smelling it all but I just couldn't believe I was compared to palm spread mm-hmm. and so um, during this pandemic you know while everything was shutting down um, prior to that I had uh, received a nomination from Lux Life magazine wedding awards okay and um, they had uh, let me know that I was nominated by Mayor Ninji nice and um so I, I wasn't too sure about, you know, what, what it was. So I, I asked more, and it was for the Food uh, Cultural Diversity Award. Awesome. And um, out of, um, I don't know how many, but I, I, I know I've got the last couple calls. I was at the top ten, in the top five. And then I got a call four o'clock in the morning, mm. and it was from the UK. And I answered it. And she called to tell me that I had won the award. Wow. So I was on the phone, just, no, I wasn't awake, and, yeah. but I was telling her, "Are you, you're joking, you're joking. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm not, I'm not. I said, I'm, I don't, I, I, I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> then she realized that, you know, the time, the time difference. Yep. <laughs> And she said, I'll call you back when you wake up. Yeah. So there I was sitting on the floor, Lux Life Award winner. Wow. And I was sitting on the floor, four o'clock in the morning by myself. Yeah. So everything is celebrated different, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You, you plan and it doesn't usually work out that way. So yeah. that's how I found out. So I was supposed to go to the UK at the end of May. Mm for this award ceremony, but everything was just mailed to me. So yeah. wasn't quite the same. So yep. I had to just learn to celebrate myself. That's but, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's that fantastic. Congratulations on that. Thank you. That's excellent. Uh, in the bread, I guess that's the bannock and fry bread. Yeah. That you're making. What is, I, I know bannock. Uh, I remember growing up in Winnipeg, we used to, in school, we would make bannock uh, from time to time, just part of the, you know, the curriculum, I guess. But fry bread, I'm not familiar with. So, what is, uh, what's fry bread? Fry bread is, um, um, it's the same type of batter, but it is fried, and it is usually used on like um, Indian tacos. Okay. Yeah, and um, also you can use it for desserts as well. And um, um, it's very similar to um, uh, beaver tails. Okay. Um, yeah, beaver tails. It's more of a almost a pastry and, type of. Uh... Yeah, yeah. It's um, flour, baking powder, water, and salt, okay, and so. kneading with a lot of care. Mm-hmm. So um, th- those are the classes that I offer to to teach that. Right. Yeah. And you know. Uh, 
I, I've, uh, um, oh my goodness, I have a lot to talk about. Um, <laughs> yeah, with the, you know, like even with, uh, uh, with, with the fry bread, you know, there's uh, many different ways that you can utilize that mm -hmm. as well. And you can also cook it on a stick over the fire. Okay. And so that's, you know, different, different, different ways to, to, uh, use that, that type of dough. Right. Okay. That I've, that I've learned. Yeah. So it's taken me a while to perfect it, mm -hmm. but I finally, I think I finally, um, finally doing good. So I saw some um, of your posts there and it looked, uh, looked pretty tasty. So, yeah, mm -hmm. you know, you know, the places that you stop off at, you know, you don't, um, I stopped off at the Nanton candy store. Mm-hmm. And I seen that they had an antique um, section, so I walked through there. And that's where I found my favorite frying pan. I saw that, so, yeah. It was a beauty. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm pretty proud of my find yep. going there. And, you know, it's the little things that matter, just like that mm -hmm. uh, cast iron pan. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm pretty stoked about that. Yeah. Because it changed flavors for me right. and i noticed differences mm -hmm. in the bread i was making okay so, oh, neat. yeah so I, I i'm enjoying it awesome. you know test testing different ways and um also dehydrating mm -hmm. that's another thing i'm learning now is uh, how dehydrating and um my uncle made me a, a screen that um I can use for dehydrating. So, yeah, I was going to ask you about the berries. Yeah, that that's. I'm not sure if you've seen that um, picture I have mm -hmm. there, but there's a picture. It's it has three sections. So one section is for the meat. The center sections for the berries. Yeah. And the other sections for more meat. So, okay. you know, um, I have my 89 year old uncle who helps me with a lot of this. Awesome. And um, um, I had a my, my mentor. His name is uh, Gary. Uh, I've known Gary since um, two thousand. Okay. And at the time, he was uh, a kitchen staff at the Continuing Care Center, and I was a receptionist. And he knew that he could depend on me. Because he knew who my grandparents were mm. and knew that I probably knew my way around the kitchen. So yeah. he'd often ask me to join him in the cafeteria to help. Okay. Well, Gary became my mentor. You know, I wasn't sure about college and I, and I asked him, what do you think? And he said, go for it, do it, you mm -hmm. know. So having that transition from Lethbridge College and moving up to Edmonton, to continue my uh, culinary uh, career, you know, that was scary, but um, that's what um, really led me to my fight because uh, a week before graduation, um, we had one more test to do, and that was to cook a meal based on our heritage. Mm. And I was the only indigenous student in the class and I was the only one that wasn't allowed to do what I wanted. Hmm. And they had suggested that um, 
I cook uh, French cuisine. They said that that's where they saw me excelling. But I didn't feel right. You know, I wanted to show what I could do. Yep. What I learned from my grandparents and my great-grandma, you know, I, you know, um, I had that opportunity to learn from them. And they told me no. Hmm. So I fought that. I, at the last hour, I got to graduate. I managed to pull off in one weekend uh, 20 hours with one elder. And we um, taped it all, recorded it all, handed it in. Hmm. And that's where I did my driving right. studies. I, I did it four days. Wow. So that that is how I graduated, you mm-hmm. know. I I just didn't feel right, you know, them telling me, No, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you should cook this right. but where I had my heart set on. Mm-hmm. I wanted to showcase where I came from. Yeah, absolutely. Who my family is, you mm-hmm. know, the things that we considered good good comfort food to yep. us. So that that's where that's where you know um, I I really kind of found out about myself that mm-hmm. I had a voice and I can use it. Yeah. <laughs> so being my my being my mom's only child, you know, um, I had that opportunity to spend a lot of uh, time with older relatives. Right. So at the time. At the young age, I didn't see it that way. And now that I'm older, I'm so very grateful that I had that opportunity mm-hmm. to be there. And I was a bothersome girl. I <laughs> talked a lot. I wanted to know who, what is that? What is, mm-hmm. what are you cooking? I want some. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy I was like that. I'm yeah. happy I was bothersome. Mm-hmm. So that is where, you know, um, our cookbook came in. You know, um, uh, it's our my cookbook. It's called the um, Axiofnutsky Cookbook, and Nutsky means greedy. It's um, um, you know, uh, you'd be told, um, "Don't be Nutsky. You know, save okay. some for the rest." Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, not in a d- derogatory. Calling name, calling way. It's just mm-hmm. like you don't be nudsky. You save some, or you're gonna get an upset stomach. Yep. So you know you had to pick and choose. Mm-hmm. So you know those are the things that's what I wanted to do. So my my second edition, you know, that I'm working on right now is the um, preservative type of foods. Excellent. And uh, the stuff that I had learned from uh, Gary, and um, this is. Uh, I, I, I'm moving down the line. Um, I did a interview two weeks ago. That was uh, it's with uh, Creative Living in YYC. Okay. And it was really hard for me to do because I usually have Gary there. Mm-hmm. And our last um, big gig is what we called it. Our big gig was August 22nd, 2020 in Waterton. Right. That is when we did a podcast for uh, CBC, NBC, and Toronto Star. Okay. 
and that is for the field guide to eating cannon. And my family was, uh, you know, interviewed for this. Neat. And my company was able to feed tourists in Waterton. So one day uh, in October, I got a call. I, I, I was catering, actually. I was catering. And a lady had come up to me and said, I'm from Waterton. And um, we have been getting calls where your store is at. Hmm. And so that is one of the reasons why I came to help with that setup right. in Waterton. Mm -hmm. so that there is access to the indigenous communities. So yep. I have these little projects going on yeah. here and there yep. that are keeping me really busy. So Sounds like I, it. I, I enjoy it, you mm -hmm. know. Um, just like my, I, I didn't think I'd become my, my children's teacher in that way. Yep. So now I'm realizing, like, my grade nine skills in math are killing me. And, you know, it took me back to junior high. And I thought, oh, I should have, you know. <laughs> paid you should have paid but, better attention. Right? <laughs> and, you know, growing up, you know, and I used, I used that word. Mm -hmm. I hated math. Mm -hmm. And I hated dirty dishes. Yeah. And here I am signing myself up for math and dishes every yeah, day. Yeah, so, you yeah. know, that's life, you know. That, that's just life. And Indeed. Yeah. I love it. That's love awesome. It, you know, I, I guess um, COVID-19 is different for everyone. Mm -hmm. And for myself, I saw it as a reset. Mm -hmm. And that reset was, which direction am I going to take? What happens if this happens again? What is my backup plan? Because I really didn't have a backup. And now that I know that my backup plan needs a backup plan, yeah. that's been keeping me busy. So yeah. I appreciate, you know, what my... My, my vision, my dream, it keeps me going every day. Mm -hmm. Something, a, a, a new project is, is brought on. Yep. And um, last year, I was a part of, a, uh, we, I had an order come in. And it was a donation type. And it was for the elders and uh, foster families. Calgary. And we made 60 bannock baskets that had uh, different jams in there. Uh, we make um, our own maple butter. Mm. And so getting the feedback from Awatan, one of the family organizations, you know, hearing that the elders just love the bannock, yeah. love the jams and everything that was part of that. You know, for me, that was a hug. Yep passing a hug around because um, it, it's, it's a crime these days to hug. Yes. And, you know, I'm so used to, I'm a hugger. Yep. And, you know, I had, you know, that, that was really hard not to hug. Mm -hmm. And being able to do, be a part of that project and 
sharing the love in Calgary in June during Indigenous Month. That mm-hmm. was really fun. So I'm looking forward to this year where we're doing the same project. Yeah. Uh, keeping it simple, you know, yeah. it's really hard to. It's, uh, you know, uh, our our rules and regulations keep changing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of dizzying. Yeah. It makes me mad, but it's, what can you do? You yeah. know, you can't force someone to make a wear your mask. Mm-hmm. You have to wear your mask. You know, uh, it's hard to. Um, shed light to others that don't want to see the light, mm-hmm. and I don't like wearing a mask. No, none of us do. I, it's it's uncomfortable, yeah. but if it means that it's another day closer that I can reopen mm-hmm. and have, you know, usually um, when I have pickup, I let my clients into the kitchen to see where I'm cooking. Right. And just so I can have a few minutes of conversation with them while I'm packing up their meal. Right. But now I can't have that at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm putting it outside on this table and I'm closing the door. Yeah. We can't breathe on you. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's it was also a grieving process as well, because I was mourning that feeling, that connection that I serve the people. Mm-hmm. I'm there. I'm there to make them smile with the food that I make. I, it just felt different. Mm-hmm. Just dropping off and that connection You're just waving. Yeah, you don't get to see that part of it, right? The other end of it. Uh, no. 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 Uh, we'll uh, we'll get back there hopefully before too too long, right? Yeah. Yep. I, I'm uh, at the, uh, the government. They're slowly working. Yeah. So hopefully they can keep up with it. Indeed. Like, uh, sooner than later, because for my kids, you know, uh, my my younger my younger daughter has uh, um, health issues, so it was recommended uh, by the doctor that the two kids don't go back to school. Mm. Yep. Remain on online, and so that disconnection. They're feeling it because they're 13 and 14. Yep. And usually those are the times we want to be away from our parents Mm -hmm. and around our friends. Yep. And I feel for them. Mm -hmm. I I don't know how to explain to them sometimes that I wish I could stop it Mm -hmm. just so they can go to school. Yep. Yeah, it's... uh, It's hard. It's it's hard at being an adult sometimes it sure is yeah. having those decisions to make but mm-hmm. at the same time it grows our backbone and that's right stronger, yeah. you know, I've always had to keep reminding myself that at the end of the day nobody has my back better than me Yep. and nobody knows what I want more than myself mm-hmm. and so that's what you know all of this pause has been about. Yep. Don't fight for. I, w- I, I was at the point in time where I was fighting for more hours in the day. Mm-hmm. I didn't have enough. Come on, I needed something. Everything shut down, and it's just like, what? What do I do with all this time? <laughs> yep. And so that is where you know recreation and 
what am I going to do to keep myself going? Yeah. How do I keep the axial name out there and continuously rolling? Yeah. So I did a little pause there for a bit because I was, you know, I was really sad. I was mm-hmm. really sad um, about not serving anyone. Usually I am busy in the downtown area deliveries and driving downtown and it's like a ghost town mm-hmm. down there. Yep. So, you know, a lot of um, change. Yes. A lot of change. And I guess we all need to go through that. Yep. To realize how much potential we do actually have when mm-hmm. we don't see it ourselves. Yep. It's true. It's true. We don't. Um... So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, where can folks, uh, where can folks find you uh, online, social media? May 15th, we'll be back in Calgary. Okay. And I will be giving a location shortly. All right. Because, um, the kitchen I worked from was in the Northeast Mm -hmm. and they've opened a second location in the Southeast. Okay. So. As soon as that location is um, available, I'll pass it forward. Excellent. And everything we're doing right now is online. Yep. And um, that is what my weekend is focused on, is um, adding my products onto the website. Right. So, um, yeah, that, that, that's it's just the online presence. I'm yep. just transferring everything to online right now. Yeah. So, um, my menu is there. Uh, it's on the website. Yep. And um, yeah, you can contact me. Everything there's the, the links. Uh, will link link you right up to email me. So. Awesome. Yes. So it'll be pre prepared uh, food meals that people come and uh, get, and then just take home to warm up, kind of thing. Is that the idea? Pretty much, pretty much what we were doing before when we get a batch of tacos, a taco orders, mm-hmm. and send them on their way. Um, unfortunately, we won't be able to offer delivery unless we skip the dishes. Right. And right now, um, I, I, um, I'll just be offering pickup. Yeah. Right now. Yep. And the other, um, we, uh, uh, the dry meat and the pemmican, we do do shipping. Okay. So we did a batch and we sent some off to Manitoba and Saskatchewan. So nice. The name, our, our name is out there. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah. We were to, um, um, the, my, my chef, Chef Lee, uh, he's in Vancouver now and he's on Granville Island. We were there in September uh, 2019. I went to sign an agreement for the, food truck race mm. but because of COVID-19 mm-hmm. we, we couldn't do it so we were I was looking forward to that for uh, April right so we would have been doing that so hopefully I get to um, um, do some of these yeah once everything returns so I gotta start jogging I <laughs> <laughs> get that yeah get in shape right? <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but we've all put on a few to. of these COVID pounds I think so <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to when you're sampling your own food all the time yep. now. Yep. <laughs> I have no kitchen helpers around to ask them, yep. what do you think? So it's all up to me now. Mm-hmm. So For sure. Um, 
yeah, I'm just excited for my return back to Cal. Well, that's exciting. I'm, uh, I'll am i be watching that uh, for the news, and I'll put the links to your website and uh, social media in the show notes. Uh, Chantal, the last uh, last question I ask everybody, uh, it's dinner time. What's your, uh, what's your go-to meal? My go-to meal is something that it always... Um, my go-to meals is usually stuff that, when I'm lonesome, mm-hmm. that will make me feel better. And that's what I started on. Uh, my culinary. I was, uh, wasn't was sure what I was going to do. And um, being a student, a uh, single mother, I was lonesome for my grandparents often. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Every time I get lonesome for them, I cook their favorite foods. Nice. So I'm going to get pretty greasy right now. Um, <laughs> it would be fried flank. Yep. Uh, fried potatoes with onions. Um, a can of beans. And bannock. No. <laughs> and I don't, I, I, I don't uh, drink pop anymore, so maybe an ice cold uh, water on the rocks. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, so. that's comfort food right there. Yes, yes, you always have to be the meat. You know, mm-hmm. like, I I could, I don't know, not, not, nothing against the vegans, but I don't think I'd survive. That would be hard for me, because pretty much every meal would have meat going Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, that's what makes the world go round. Yeah. You know, um, when I was younger, I, uh, my grandpa, you know, he, we, if I didn't like something, he didn't force me to. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't like uh, wild meat, mm-hmm. game meat. Yep. <clears throat> now I prefer that over the beef. Right. Bison, especially elk. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoy the flavor of elk. And someone once asked me, what does it taste like? I said, meat. <laughs> it meat. really, it's really got a meaty flavor <laughs> more than beef and the other flavor. But yeah. it's just, it tastes like meat. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I don't have a really good explanation yeah. of some of the things that I'm trying to say. But I, that, that's what I was just like. It was just so, you could just, so flavorful. Yeah. It was just we had ribs and that's what just like oh that is so good that Mm. is so good so having a smoker is you know i think having a smoker is your go-to yeah because you really can prepare a lot of meals absolutely yeah 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 so i've been watching your page as well and keep, keep that stuff up because thank you one of these days we've got to collaborate absolutely i'd love to do that once uh once we've all had our shots and uh, yes, we can uh, we can be around each other again. So yeah, you know, the, uh, um, I I was skeptical at first about the vaccines, yep. but I've had this Moderna, and I'm my mom's only child, and I want my mom around mm-hmm. for a long, long time. I want others around for a long, long time. And our oldest uh, elder here on the reserve is 101. She was the first one to get the vaccine. Good for her. And she said she was so proud of herself that she wanted to get up and round that. 
<laughs> so <laughs> I just thought, if she can do it, yep. I can do it. Oh, that's wonderful. And, you know, like once I get talking, I can get talking. And I was telling the nurse, I'm really scared of the mm -hmm. needle. And all this time I didn't notice, you know, he's rubbing the cleaning the area. Yep. And he had already he was done. Injected me. <laughs> and he said, so, did you feel anything? I said, that's where I had to. Like, okay, he got me. Yeah, fair he enough. He got me, but yeah. Oh. So, this is one thing that I'm grateful for. Yes. It's another step closer to being back with my clients as that's, well. Absolutely. Well, that uh, yeah. feels like a great way to end it. Uh, thank you, Chantal, okay. for uh, a wonderful conversation, for sharing your story. And yep. uh, look forward to see uh, seeing the next chapter uh, for you and your business. Yes, yes. Keep in touch for sure. Absolutely. Great talking to you. Thanks. And um, I guess this conversation, this great conversation was in the works. Yes. Right? Sometimes uh, it's worth the wait, right? Yes. Indeed. Well, awesome. Thank you so much. All right. You have a good evening. You too. Thanks, Chantel. Thanks to Chantel for joining me this week, and I'll be watching her Instagram for news about her business reopening here in Calgary next month in May. This month's Eat More Barbecue product review is brought to you by Career Essentials, a new podcast from techlifetoday.ca and Nate. Career Essentials offers real-world advice and insight into different careers and career paths. Discover perspectives, tools, and tips essential to your career growth and success. Co-host Brian Allery shares more about what to expect from this podcast. I fought fires in Australia in 2009, and I just happened to be there when there's an eight-year drought going on, and there's record-breaking temperatures, and a few thousand fires started in one day. In the town that I was in, 34 people died, so that was a pretty scary time. I love Anthony Bourdain. I read Kitchen Confidential, it got me into cooking. I thought, this is rock and roll, this is cool. Anthony Bourdain was a failed chef, and the things he did and romanticized led him to ruin. People get lost in that message. If I, a young business owner who owns a cafe in a small town, can make time for mental health in my business and to help educate our guests and our peers, then what's stopping larger groups of restaurants and better chefs than me from doing it in theirs? Introducing Career Essentials, a new podcast from Tech Life Today and Nate. Career Essentials offers real-world advice and insight into different careers and career paths. We feature the stories and experiences of Nate alumni with lessons for everyone. Whether you're just starting out or further along your career journey, each episode will give you perspectives, tools, and tips that are essential to growth and success. And who knows, we might even inspire you to pursue a completely new career path for professional and personal satisfaction. Career Essentials is created and hosted by the team at techlifetoday.ca, Nate's online magazine. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Find Career Essentials on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find it at techlifetoday.ca forward slash podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Another Eat More Barbecue Podcast product review time. And I'm joined by my daughter, Jillian, here today. And we are going to be talking about Ginger Goat, the original goat. This is a pineapple and ginger hot sauce made right here in Canada, out in Ontario. They uh, sent me a bottle a while back. We've uh, 
We've tried it a few times on pizza and some other things. And uh, burritos. Burritos, yeah. Definitely has a nice kick to it, but uh, definitely some heat and uh, some good flavor. So uh, just a little bit of story about this. It sounds like it was uh, three folks that started this company up. Um, ginger, I guess a couple of folks with red hair, gingers. So that's where the kind of the name comes from. Born during the pandemic. And they uh, suggest you try it on wings, tacos, or any of your favorite meals to add some heat and a touch of flavor. And, uh, yeah, this, uh, what do they say here? I'm trying to find the flavors. Blend of smoked pineapple, ginger, and garlic with a kick of Carolina Reaper at the tail end. So we've got a few uh, taco chips here with probably more of this hot sauce on them than we should be uh, trying, but we're going to give yes. this a try. You ready to go, Jillian? Absolutely not. But I've got my orange juice ready. you got a glass of jug no, of, orange jug of orange juice? you got the jug. I've got a glass of water, which probably is reasonable. not the best way to go either. So uh-uh. I'm going to start with the chip that has the most on it and then work my way down. So I don't even let's, know what uh, I have. Let's go. Oh. Oh. So I find... Um, yeah, I guess the heat's some nice heat right away. Oh my god, it hurts too bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the ginger really jumps out for me. Nothing jumps out for me. It hurts. From a, it does hurt. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> they, they say it's four out of five heat. Yeah. Heat, heat flavor, and fun for your mouth. Mm-hmm. I'm no just going to get right into another one here. Um, I don't. I'm not picking up the pineapple. How about you? I think a bit. The ginger more so there. Yeah, definitely the ginger. You can smell the ginger. Yep. And uh, it is very hot. I think they got it right with that order. A kick of heat and a bit of flavor. Yeah, and the the Carolina Reaper at the end. Because, yeah, oh. you got that initial bit of burn uh, in the mouth. And then, yeah, I can feel it down the throat a little bit. I'm not going to fall asleep tonight. <laughs> going to be up all night. <laughs> all night. Just rocking yep. back and forth, crying. Yep. Wow. That was my last one. It's not ridiculous hot. It's a good heat. Um, we really don't have much on these chips. You must be stronger than me. I have a better tolerance. I, uh, a couple weeks back, had some 7-Eleven chicken wings that I <laughs> I added a little bit, some buffalo wings. That a little? I added too much. And, uh, I was online playing poker with my friends and on a Zoom call, and it was near tears on the first one. Had to had to dab it off with a napkin to get the sauce off. So it is not going away. No, it's not. It's going to linger. So I'm on to my last one here. I finished my last one a while ago. I was eager to get it over with. Yep. No, I. Uh, it tastes nice. It does. Yeah, I I I like hot sauce, but. Only if there's flavor, and this definitely has some really nice. No, it absolutely to it. does. It's not just pain. Yeah. Despite my initial reaction, mm-hmm. it's yep. not just pain. Yeah. No, it's uh, it is really good. I quite enjoy it. I've been enjoying it, uh, as I said, on pizza. Mm-hmm. We had some tacos the other night. Threw some on there. Well, a good way to spice up some wings. So I uh, okay. yeah. I just need to be a little more conservative with it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. You can't. Uh, you can get carried away real easy with this stuff. I My have. My nose found. is running. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. I'm gonna grab a bit of water here, which probably is just gonna make it worse. But. Sure is. Got to get yourself some simply orange. 
next month on the product review. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Simply orange. So no, I uh, yeah, really quite enjoy it. Uh, nice, good heat. They say four out of five. I'd say it's right up there for sure. But, Six uh, out of five. It's not. Uh, it's it's not stupid. It just gives you some real good kick, and uh, but along with the flavor. And as I was saying, that for me in a hot sauce. Uh, you necessary. Get, yeah, you get some that are just so hot you can't taste anything, and then that's just. just what silly. are we even doing here then? Yep. So if you want to check out Ginger Goat. Which you should. The original goat. Uh, on Instagram at ginger.goat.hot.sauce. And you can email them, hey, H-A-Y, hey, like what goats would eat, <laughs> at gingergoat.ca. Check them out. And uh, that is another Eat More Barbecue podcast product review. Thanks, Jillian. That better have been recorded because I can't do that again. No, that's a one, <laughs> one taker right there. <laughs> Big thanks to Chantelle for joining me and sharing her story. And be sure to follow Aksayop on Instagram and on the web for news and online ordering. The COVID pandemic isn't over yet. And here in Alberta, we are back to heavier restrictions. This means that restaurants are not allowed to offer dining service indoors. Those with patios will be able to serve outdoors and takeout and delivery will still be available. This is yet another hit for an industry that has suffered greatly over the past 13 months. Please keep your eyes open to see what your local barbecue joints are doing. And wherever you are in Alberta or elsewhere, get out there and support them in whatever way you're comfortable and able. And whatever you're doing and wherever you're going, stay safe, wear your masks, and get your vaccinations as soon as you're able. The Eat More Barbecue Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. I want to give a shout out to one of the new shows on the network, The Breakfast Dish. Dance, music, visual art, theater, and get-to-know-you conversations with the artists behind the work. Join Griffin Cork and his mom, Karen Johnson Diamond, every Monday morning as they meet the creators of today's digital offerings. Please visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com for links to The Breakfast Dish and all the other great shows on the network. That's a wrap, everybody. See you all next week. Hey, friends. Thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the show, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. You can find me online at eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at albertabbqtrail.ca. Check out the listing of joints on the Barbecue Trail site and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out and show your local barbecue joints some love. Give me a follow on Twitter at EatMoreBarbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at Eat underscore More underscore Barbecue. If you have any questions or guest suggestions, my email is EatMoreBarbecue at gmail.com. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported, and is a production of Eat More Barbecue Digital Media. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking. <laughs>